Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is K-Pop Taebok with Eric Nam. Hope you guys have been doing well and you guys are loving my new album. We have a very special episode here today. It is with BM of Card. We caught up with him and uh, we talked about his life, his upbringing, his music, his everything. And so hopefully you guys will love this episode and love BM even more. Um, we do want to go ahead and ask you guys to uh, leave us some comments and messages in terms of where you guys want Taebak Show to go. I think we're hitting this point where we kind of want to revamp it. We kind of want to reset it and recalibrate it so that we can refresh everything that we do here. So if there are formats that you think would be great in terms of the structure of the show, certain segments or corners or questions or themes, anything, please go ahead and send it to us through our social media or through our email on our website. And, um, as always, please, 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 if you haven't done so, I don't know why you haven't done so, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rate and review and subscribe on whatever platform you guys are listening to. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy this amazing conversation that we had with BM, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys very, very soon with some brand new segments and materials. Enjoy the week. Be happy. Be healthy. Love you guys. Here's the show. This is the intro jingle. This is the K-Pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. Ooh. I gotta get into my zen moments. You are strong. You are beautiful. You are sexy. All right, we could do this, guys. So welcome to the show. This is Eric Nam, your host for K-Pop Devok. We have a very special show today because we have a, a good, I won't say a new friend here with us today. We're going to go ahead and introduce him. It is BM, Big Matthew what of up, Card. What up? What's up, man? Thank you for having me, bro. Thank you for coming. How are you, dude? I'm good. I'm I'm actually really, really good right now. Yeah? Um, We just got back from touring, so like... You're on high. energy is like super up there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. When did you guys mm-hmm. get back? It's been, uh, I think, a week and a half now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many cities? Twelve. 12. Sheesh. Not too many this time, but we were out for a little bit. Yeah. We were we were out for like 27 days, almost a full month. Wow. Yeah, so that was really exciting. Got to stop by home. That was okay, awesome. Okay, saw family. Yup. Nice. Eat some good mama Mom's food. Mom's cooking. Yep. What's your mom's favorite cooking? Favorite dish? Oh, man. She made LA Garby this time. Oh. But the LA Garby in, in LA, LA is a little bit different. different. Yeah, it's yeah. It's different. Um, well, welcome back to Korea. Welcome back. I'm glad to hear you had a great tour mm-hmm. um we're gonna talk a little bit about you let's do it and your group and your career and everything about it so before we get into the details of the tour and everything we're gonna get to know you just a little bit better you your name your full name is matthew kim mm-hmm. correct do you have a middle name do you have a korean name i have two korean names you have two korean names yeah explain this so my legal korean name is jinseok jinseok okay and um after so on paper is jinseok like that's how that's how i was born right. but after a year later, my grandma was like, I don't like that name. Let's start calling him <laughs> Ujin. So ah. everyone knows me by Ujin, like my family. Right. But on paper, I'm Jinzok. So okay. I have, yeah, two identities. All right. What do you prefer? Ujin. Ujin? Yeah, yeah. Ujin? Okay, yeah. Kim Ujin, Matthew, Kim. Yes, sir. Your nickname is Big Matthew, hence your stage name is BM. BM. And um, if you guys haven't seen Matt in real life, he is he's big. 6'2". 84 kilos. I don't know how many pounds that is. I think it's like 185 or something, but... Are you Hercules? I got size on me. I got a little size on me. Are you a Greek god? What's going on? What happened? What did you eat that I didn't eat? 
<laughs> so, I used to, so so bro. I used to be like this way big. Oh really? Yeah, I used to be really really chunky when like I was horizontally younger. bigger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was really big, and um, I guess it kind of just you know as it shrunk horizontally, you went kinda, up yeah, vertically. Yeah. See, that's what my parents told me would happen to me. It just never happened. You were chubby when you were I was definitely chubby. Really? I'm still a little chubby. It's just, it's well hidden. What? It's very well. There's a reason I wear like sweaters that cover up my belly constantly. But. You gotta hit the gym, bro. Nah, I'm a pass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a pass on that. Um. So, okay. So BM, you're from, born and raised in LA. For people who don't know, like Matt and I, BM and I, we first like had a conversation mm-hmm. maybe a few months ago. Right. Right. right like right. we had seen each other around at like social gatherings. We did. Like once or twice. We turned up together one time. And we're just like, hi, nice to meet you. And yeah. then I was like, you look like my cousin. And then you're like, people say I look like you. Yeah, and no. I, <laughs> that's you know, fun. I wanted to say this on this podcast. I want to say it because it's super funny. So when I was a trainee, yeah. I don't know if like I look like you, uh, but I think people because I used to smile a lot, right? Uh, Back in the day when I first came to Korea, people were telling me like, okay, if you go to Korea and you don't listen to the people, mm. they'll straight up smack you. <laughs> so I was like, I would walk around just like, yeah. nah, don't just smack me, smiling. please. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And um people would always tell me, like, hey, you have a good insang. You kind of look like Eric Nam. I'd be like, uh, yeah, tight. So um back in the day, I'm not gonna tell you what it's for, but uh, you know how like uh, when you have a password for something, you have the second security question. Yeah. So one of the questions is, <laughs> what celebrity do you most resemble? <laughs> and you're actually… <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I put Eric Nam oh, every man. time. Oh, man. I'm so honored. Oh, yeah. Me to too. To be your second security password. Me too. Man. I want like a, I want like a meme or something that says, Eric Nam. That's, put it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they should just put a picture of you a like side by side in the like the password, the password thing. thing. All there right, you go. all right. Um, that's funny. Well, then we met, and then we're talking, and then we find out we have so many more things in common. Mm-hmm. Like you were the oldest of three brothers. <laughs> I'm also the oldest of three brothers, right? Yeah. And then it got weirder. It got crazy weird, bro. Because we're like, wait, what's your second brother's name? Austin. Austin. Yeah. And my second brother's Eddie. And we're like, wait, they look alike. They look, exactly they look alike. The it's so weird. It's the most bizarre thing ever. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, you guys should put up a picture. It's so <laughs> weird. Um, like, I, I was I was DMing you, like, yesterday. And I was like, oh, wait. Who's… Oh, is that Eddie? It's like, no, that's his brother. Um, I don't know, bro. Maybe someone, like, way up there in the Nam family. Maybe related and, like, somehow. Somehow, maybe. I don't know. Because our brothers look exactly alike. They look exactly alike. Like. And then the other thing is I told I told you when we first met. I was like, you look just like my cousin. And I showed you a picture of him. It's just you're… He's like… He has like a bigger face than you do. Uh-huh. But it's generally similar vibes. Did you… Did I show you a picture of my cousin after you showed me a picture of your cousin? I don't know. I don't know if you because your cousin looks like my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that? Do we have the same cousin? I don't know, bro. My cousin's name's Andre, though. <laughs> Mine's Charles. <laughs> okay, okay, then okay. they're probably different. No, all right. That's so funny. But okay, um, you moved out to Korea when? I've been here for. Uh, came here in 2011, late 2011. So, almost, almost. Eight, nine years? Right. Yeah. Right. And that was the other thing. We came here at the same time. Now, I'm having like flashbacks. Because I came here in 2011 too. September 
Wow. Yeah. And you you also did um uh, audition program yeah. as well too. And you did K pop stuff? I did, I it? did, I did. See this crazy stuff, man. Yeah. A lot of parallels. This is Some cool. crazy. We are in going on. a weird spider alternate universe. Does that stuff. mean I'm gonna be successful like you? You are successful. What are you talking about? Does that mean I'm gonna be six two jacked and handsome? No. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I think that all came to me, bro. I'm sorry. God, it's okay. I'm good with it. Um, so before you moved here, you were in college, yeah. right? Did you you didn't graduate? No, you were not. Able, but you were studying psychology. Yes, sir. Okay. What made you want to do psychology? So, like, when I got into college, to be completely honest with you, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. But I had like this. Um, uh, I, I had a big, uh, like, older friend uh-huh. who who was studying uh, who was studying psychology, and he wanted to get into uh, counseling younger children, mm. like who are having either mental problems or like drug related problems right, right. and whatnot. So I was like, that's really interesting. So that was kind of like the route I was trying to go for, mm-hmm. just be being a counselor and right. just kind of like help someone, um, you know, live their life a little bit easier, you know, take right, a little stress right. off their hands, but. Um, yeah, that was the main goal, honestly. That and being a choreographer. Okay. Yeah, so I kind of wanted to juggle those two. Um, Sweet. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. But, uh, you know, things happen. Um, yeah, how did you end up coming out to Korea? What What was that process like for you? You look tired. I take it the caffeine, toothpaste, and adrenaline face serum aren't working? Well, maybe you should ask Santa for a Nectar mattress this year. And if the big guy brings you another unicorn finger puppet, don't worry, because mattresses start at just $499, and you get $399 in accessories thrown in, as well as a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com today. So it was a crazy story. My mom actually signed me up for K-pop star. So your mom signed you up for K-pop star. Did your mom sign you up? For Hell you? no. You signed yourself up? I just put up videos on YouTube and uh-huh. they found me on YouTube. It was like, yo, come to Korea. Oh wow. But like my mom was a mom that was like, Oh, you made it on the program. Good, because now you're gonna know how much you suck compared to Korean people. Damn. And you're gonna move back to the States. I love her to death. She loves me, but she's a very brutally honest woman. Maybe that's the reason for your success right now. <laughs> you, you know, because this industry is rough, man. It's, you know? it's a cutthroat. It as is. I'm sure you it very really well is. know. Very different from my mom, your mom, signing okay. you up for K-pop star. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about this. So um, my mom was more like, when I was, so when I was in college, honestly, I wasn't coming home a lot. Mm. I wasn't coming home a lot. I was like sleeping at my friends' houses, at my uh, um, choreography uh my uh, dance teammates uh, right. houses and I wasn't coming home a lot so my mom was like she knew the crowd I was hanging out with in high school uh. so she was like okay he, he's definitely getting into trouble <laughs> so in um, practices like I, most of my time was spent with my dance teammates like right. I was practicing uh, three days a week from 8pm to almost 5-6am and um, yeah yeah it this was in college or in high school college okay college so she was like, you know, where are you? You're either coming home seven in the morning or the next day at night. Right. So I had to explain to her, you know, I'm I'm trying to be I'm I'm chasing, I'm pursuing choreography right. while doing school. It was kinda like, you know, realistically, psychology would have been the main thing and this probably would have been my hobby. Right. But I everything in my head was was like I had to do everything in my power to make it the opposite, you know, make right. choreography first. Right. And make this a backup plan. 
Right. So, yeah, that's what I was doing. And my mom didn't understand until I brought her to one of our uh, competitions. Oh, okay. So she was one in almost 5,000 people in a crowd that was watching the competition. Mm. And then um, we, we, my team got up on stage. And then that was uh, the first time my choreography was a part of the set. Okay. So I had this one part. Do you remember like a long time ago when this was like… Uh, yeah. Yeah, this, 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 I forget what they call it. Yeah, the birdie. The birdie. There you go. Yeah, the birdie. That was one of the. That was like the 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 wow part yeah. in in my choreography. So we we're like da 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 da. Hey, the whole crowd was just like, oh, oh my god, they just hit the birdie. Oh my god, that big Asian guy. Oh my god. <laughs> and my mom was just in the crowd part, like, what, what? Uh-huh. So she, you know, she figured out. Okay, that say he has been spending hours, you Focusing, know, dancing and yeah. doing pursuing what he loves to do. So. She came to me one day and she was like, hey, why don't you try doing it on a bigger scale? Uh-huh. I'm going to send you to Korea, do this audition, and um, let's see where it goes from there. Wow. I was like, I can't speak a lick, I can't speak a lick of Korean. I can't, I've never listened to K-pop before. Right. So I was like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But she was like, just do it for me. Just do it mm. one time for me. And so I was like, man, I really don't want to do this. So day of the audition, it was at Cerritos okay. in LA, uh, in, in Cali. Um, the morning of five minutes before I leave, I was trying to convince my mom to not let me go. And she was like, nope, you're going. I was like, damn. So I put in a CD, popped the CD in, into my laptop, put a couple songs in, and then boom, went to the went to the auditions. And um, I guess I did well. I guess I stuck out because they, they, gave, they gave me a free ticket to Korea. I was yeah. like, what? Like, <laughs> it's like a $3,000 ticket. Yeah. Tight. And then, um, yeah, one thing led to another. Um, even though I couldn't speak korean at all i i somehow by some divine miracle i kept passing each round right. until top 50 uh-huh. and then um oh i, I got a shout out boa some bending one time uh. she actually kept saving me oh, like really? i was supposed to get dropped but she kept saving me like the other judges were like there's no way you could you have any chance of doing anything successful in this industry mm. you, you too late for that you too old yeah and i'm sure in their head like he doesn't have the image for it right but um prove you wrong <laughs> yeah. so this was season one season one the very okay. first one with jay right with jay yeah. so did you guys know each other from then yeah yeah okay so you guys were you guys friends from there or you just kind of like knew of each other because like not everybody becomes friends when you're doing these shows no we became really close okay that's cool like um we had a uh, these little clicks inside like uh the the foreigner um, right 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 you know what i mean i so, mean we did too right like, half of our top 10, uh-huh. or her top 12, was international. Oh, wow. We had two people from London. Uh-huh. We had a girl from LA. We had a girl, a guy from India. No, two girls from LA. Dang. We had me. So, it was, like, very international. Wow, so wow. So, I, I know completely what you You guys mean. clicked up pretty well, probably, huh? But, like, we tried, we tried to, like, we were comfortable talking to the Korean kids as uh-huh. well. But we obviously felt most comfortable within in English. True, true, true. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Because I I can't express myself. Right. I don't know what I'm saying. Right, 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 right. So, but yeah. Okay. I'm like that too. Um, I get my words mixed up a lot. And like, it's hard to like completely get your point across in Korean. I know, I know exactly what you mean. But um, yeah, uh, me and Jay and there was a couple other guys. Uh, we were we were pretty clicked up. We were pretty like chill with each other. So since then, it's like you know, the turning point in our lives. Uh-huh. We're at the same time at the same uh, place. So yeah, yeah, we're pretty close. That's cool. Yeah, I don't see him too often, but 
every time we do see each other, it's always the same. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a little curious about your parents and what growing up was like for you. You grew up in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you have any? I mean, you have two younger brothers. What yep. did your parents do um, in LA? Clothing. Clothing. Okay. They did clothing. Uh, still currently doing clothing. Right. We just. I oh. Another thing, I dropped my own brand. Right, congratulations! Stadium Looks awesome. apparel. Yeah, yeah, I got your. I got your. Oh, uh, you... Yo, I brought a little something for Word. you too as well. Yes, yep, thank yep. you. So um, yeah, uh, they've been doing clothing for around I think over twenty years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, if I want to flex one time, uh, they actually <laughs> did clothing for Forever Twenty One when Forever Twenty One started popping off. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Man. they have a lot of experience in clothing. Okay. And uh, hopefully, you know, since our oldest son is doing uh, entertainment now yeah. and has a little fan base, hopefully it helps a little bit with it. Yeah. Yeah, Stadium Apparel. If you haven't copped it, cop in now. Yeah, go check it out. What is there like a website or is it Instagram or where's the best? Instagram. Website? Instagram okay. at S-T-A-Y-D-I-U-M-L-A. All right, Stadium LA. Guys, yes, check sir. it out. Um, so what was life growing up for you in LA? Like, I mean, you talked a little bit about it. Like in high school, you probably weren't with like... Mm-hmm. you know, the most clean-cut kids or whatever. But what was your childhood like? You and your brothers and um, Man, I wasn't really tight with my little brothers when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to fight a lot, you know, like mm-hmm. three guys in the same— It could be tough, know, yeah. It's tough, it's tough. You know, my mom went through a lot because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, from what I remember, a lot of what made me me, like— uh, what really stuck to my personality yeah. was most of high school. Okay. So my high school years was pretty interesting. I didn't have uh, uh, too many Korean friends. I just mm-hmm. had one Korean friend and me and him were like pretty like, uh, uh, we were in a very multi-ethnic group. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't know anything about Korea yeah. or Korean. But um, yeah, um, I hung out with a lot of people who, who were very good to me. You know, like, when you're young and you're from L.A., the cool thing to do is is to try to be, like, oh, you're part of, like, a gang or something, or you're a part crew, of... A crew. A crew, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, like, you don't want to look weak. You right. want to look hard. Everyone's right. just trying to look hard. So, you know, in order to, to, to give that persona off, you, right. you know, you have to act and look a certain way, but... It's all kid stuff, you know. Yeah. So when you're young, you 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 make mistakes and whatnot. Like um, I've talked to some of them recently; they're all doing well. They all have their big boy jobs now. <laughs> it was just a phase, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I was always kind of like the dude who was like, you know, chill. Like it's all good, you yeah, know. Helping like, them out. Yeah, yeah, it's all thing. good, you know. Just boom, be a be a man. Stop being a weenie about it. <laughs> and then, um, you know, um, just just kind of like catering to them a yeah. little bit. But um, well, let me ask you this. I mean, mm-hmm. I think there's for me that's that's it's an incredibly different background from myself mm. right right so there was this big identity issue for me wow right um and and so for me it was always like i don't know how i'm supposed to act how i'm supposed to dress and you go to church and there was always like a defined split mm. between i mean everybody was friends but mm-hmm. in terms of fashion or mannerisms or the way they behave it'd be one is like one group is like we there's like the study hard mm. You know, all that crew. And then there's, like, the more rough around the edges, Mm -hmm. that crew. Uh Was there ever a moment for you where it's, like, I am more in line or this feels better to me and this is what I want to do? Or, like, I don't know. For me, I'm just, like, genuinely curious because I think for Asian Americans, it's always been a very interesting talking point because 
I have no idea if it's like a decision sometimes or if it's mm. just the surroundings. So I was just curious on that. I think for me, more than like what part, like what clique did I fit in with? Mm-hmm. It was more like, um, like I knew where I was and like I loved who I was with. Yeah. But one thing I did definitely have a problem with as far as identity is racial. Right. Like I went to a school that had 4,000 kids and there was like, like if you if you check the yearbook and you uh-huh. look at the Kim section, uh-huh. there was like two, three kids there. Oh, that's it? Yeah, like okay. really little. Like yeah. two Kims, maybe one Park. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, really, really little Asian-based. Um, it's, ve- it's very, very uh, scarce. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So when we were going to school, my freshman and my sophomore year was, was full of a lot of racial slurs. Mm. You know what I mean? So I had to like, you know, deal with that um, in certain ways. But um, I think one thing that really, really helped me is I started dancing in high school. Yeah. So after our first rally performance, mm. like, did you, did you have rallies and whatnot at your school? Like, like in homecoming gyms? rallies? And yeah, stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. So at the rallies, like in the basketball gym, everyone's there, freshman, sophomore, senior, um, everyone's there. And we performed there. And then, just like how I wowed my mom, I wowed everyone at my school. Uh. So from that point on, I was no longer that Asian guy, but I was. That, that Asian, Asian guy, you know that what I mean? Dope ass Asian yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All of a sudden, like you know, I uh, I I I had all the, like the cute cheerleaders around me and whatnot, <laughs> and like that kind of started to make um that. But that wasn't like they didn't like me for that. I was still kind of chunky back then. I was just kind of like the cute like Asian uh-huh. big teddy bear yeah. dancer guy that they just wanted to be around. Yeah. Um, as a friend, right? But. When other guys see that, it's like, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he got all these girls around him. So, like, oh that made kind of just everyone just kind of open up to me a little bit uh-huh. and not see, like, an Asian guy that can just, they could just throw racial slurs at. Right, right, right. I mean? right. So, okay. Dancing saved me in a lot of different aspects. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like. That's amazing. That yeah. dance really took you from, you know, racial tough times and mm-hmm. identity things to... I guess here to Korea. It did. And we're talking. We're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's amazing. So I guess clearly your mom, your parents were probably supportive of you doing this mm-hmm. kind of thing in Korea, doing something that you were excited about, oh, yeah. you know, pursuing it. Um, so you get to the top 50 of K-pop star. And then what happens? Uh, I get dr- So funny story, man. While I was doing K-pop star, I did. I saw an audition. I I, I had an audition three times in Korea. Mm. All three times, I forgot my lyrics on stage. Oh, that's why I was dropped and uh-huh. Boy kept saving me. And then the last one, the fourth audition, is when um everything was okay. I didn't forget my Korean lyrics and everything was it was was just tip top and like the performance was fun. But that's that's when they dropped me. Uh. But like back then, I was like, oh man, that's so messed up. Why would they drop me now? You know, I just now just got it. But in, now that I look back, if I had messed up the round after that, that would have been just a downfall completely from my mm. image. So I like, uh, I think like my life is full of a lot of luck. Mm. I feel like my surroundings is, has always been so, so good to me like you know what i mean like yeah. so so on my side like yeah i've never had any any time where like in a very critical moment in my life have someone who tried to like cut me down mm. you know what i mean 
So, yeah, man. Every time it was, it's it's just I I, feel, I just feel like super lucky yeah. now that I look back on it again. Yeah. So you're off the show and then you go directly to DSP or? Oh yeah, the writers. She actually um, introduced you guys. Linked me up to them. Yeah. Okay. So into DSP became a trainee, trained for five years. Boom. Man, was that tough? Five years training. Oh man, yeah, it was pretty tough. I could say now that it's tough, like. I think at the time I wasn't really thinking about it too much. Right. But the first two years, learning the language was tough. Uh-huh. And then the year after that, learning the culture. Right. And then from then on, waiting to debut <laughs> was the worst part of my <laughs> life. Because, man, like… That's tough, dude. I'm, I was 25 working a side job as an English teacher. Yeah. As a private English teacher. Wondering when I'm going to… When I'm going to debut. And right. If I'm going to debut. And, right. You know, on the side, my parents are like, hey, you did enough. Why don't you come back and, yeah. you know, get into psychology again? I'm yeah. like, I don't think I'm psychologically there to study psychology. Right. You know what I mean? Especially like, after training for that long. Yeah. yeah. I would have I would have been devastated, bro. And like, you know, when you before you leave home, I kept telling him, hey, I got you on a Rolex. I got you on a gold chain. I got you on <laughs> all this bling. Wait till I get rich, bro. I want to make a gang of money and come back. And I got all of you. Okay, we're going to break bread. I was so excited. But um, reality hit. It, <laughs> you don't get to... It doesn't come that easy, you know? No. Hell no, yeah. it does not come that easy. No, nah, so, you know, I got lucky again. Um, uh, the, the last couple years, the last couple months of my trainee days is actually when it when it hit the hardest because um uh, I was in a relationship mm. and like when and that didn't happen too so like everything came crushing down everything came crashing but like the only place I had to blame was it's because I haven't debuted yet just in my head uh. you know, she broke up with me because I can't you know supply anything I got no money in my pockets right. I got well, what am I gonna do when we go right. on dates um my parents telling me to come back. You know, all this stuff going through my head is... Everything was because I haven't debuted as an artist yet. Right. So I went to my uh, CEO. I was like, hey, can I leave? <laughs> <laughs> I straight up asked her. I was like, hey, can I leave? And um, can I pay back? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, for the for the training, training fees and whatnot. Because yeah. you can't get out of a company that easily, yeah. you know. I was like, please let me leave. You know, I'm going to work a side job while staying in Korea. While trying to do... Um, music uh-huh. and and you know i'll pay it back little by little just if right. you could terminate the contract for me that would be a lot of help and and then a couple months after that she, she was like just give me a little bit of time uh-huh. give me a little bit of time and then boom she put me in a group um and we debuted as card yeah yeah it was crazy what was debuting like for you do you remember that day? you remember that date i'm sure you remember your first stage yep I'm sure you remember the song and like everything. Like the debut is a very important day. December 19, 2016. Yeah. Yeah, I cried after our first showcase stage. Yeah. Like it was really, it was in a really small like little club in Hongdae. But uh, after I was like, oh, okay. It's it's a start, but it's the start I've been waiting for, you know? (laughs) So, oh man. So it was good. Um, You know, at the time, I, I would look at my members and be like, "Hey, man, this is this is the real turning point in our lives. This is where like we 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 really start writing our legacy, you know." Right. So, 
I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget it. It was awesome. I finally made it. And I'm finally closer to being able to buy all my friends Rolexes and gold chains <laughs> and all that. I'm still not uh, there yet, but I'm on my we'll way. We'll get there. We're get there. We're getting there. Um, so let's talk about it. So you debut. You guys have been putting out, you know, a few EPs, mm-hmm. singles here and there. Um, I think one thing that a lot of people know is that you guys have a lot of popularity outside of Korea, particularly yep. in like Latin America mm-hmm. states. What has that been like? In my head, bro, it's honestly truly been like the biggest blessing ever mm. because I'm kind of like it would be good to be well known in in um, home ground, you know what I mean? Like in Korea, in Korea. yeah. But um, that's that's something we're working on as well right now. But being able to be recognized by people at a place where I'm comfortable in, mm-hmm. that's a different that's feeling. That's awesome, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, when we did when we did tours, um, our first time in the states. It was mind blowing. Mm. You see two thousand people in the crowd; they all know who you are, but it's your first time seeing them. Yeah. But they love you, yeah. <laughs> and in English, right? I understand you. Right. We understand each other. Like right. that feeling was 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 incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never forget the first time we toured, and the second time with the our our recent tour. Like it was insane. It it it, it really makes you feel alive. Mm. You know what I mean. Do you have a particular show or country or city that just like sticks out in your head, like that tops all of them? Man, Chile. 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 Okay. Chile is crazy. So, we did a show there um, at a three-story auditorium. I think it was a three-story venue, uh-huh. and um, towards the end of the show, all of a sudden, from the third floor, there's just a waterfall of balloons. Oh. I was like. What I like, like the choreography. I think I was turned around before the, for for right before they started doing that. Right when I turned around, it's just it's all just like raining down on the first floor people. I was like, what? And the first floor people are just like popping them up. So it's just uh-huh. balloons everywhere while the waterfall of balloons oh, is behind man. them. And like that was like, that was like a moment where I was like, who gets to see this? Yeah, you know, who gets to see this and do this? Yeah, yeah. who who you know. For it, it was for us, and that was that was a moment where I was, I was it's just in my head like let's not take this for granted ever, you know, and and yeah that was definitely another turning point where where it made everything worth it, yeah you know what I mean like all the training days going through all that bull it definitely <laughs> made it worth it. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and and congrats on all the success that you guys have been having. Um. You, you know, I remember last time we spoke, you were talking about the new album and the new song. And like oh, you yeah. guys were trying to get the song and the sound right. Mm-hmm. Was this your first time that you produced and wrote the title? Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. It was oh, man. really difficult. I remember you told me. it was. Yeah. You were like, I wrote so many songs. I did. I did. But I'm in a stage right now where as a producer, I haven't been doing it long enough to be like, why don't they like it? Right. You know, I can understand. But. Um, the fact that they did use it though, like my label and my members, uh, I'm I'm forever thankful for that because it was a really good start as a producer. <laughs> it was a really good start. It was it was a great debut. So yeah, yeah, I kind of set the set the standards a little bit high for myself. So it's okay. Yeah. That's it's a good baseline. It is. It um, really is. Have you have you seen the royalties come in yet? No, no. Okay, they come in. Um, uh. 
six months after the release. Okay. So we're gonna have to see. I'm gonna go stream it, and then you're gonna buy me a steak dinner. <laughs> stream it. Yeah, just 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 go like a couple nights with just leaving it on okay, okay. on repeat. I'll definitely do that. I'll definitely do that. Then I got you on a steak. <laughs> okay. If right. a lot comes in. And we 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 become more tight. Maybe I'll get you on one of these two. <laughs> oh yes, I get a gold chain and a Rolex. Damn. Um, <laughs> from the swap meet. Before we get into some lighter stuff, I guess like, what mm-hmm. do you hope to achieve, or like, where do you want to see yourself as a performer, musician, choreographer? Mm-hmm. Do you have like an end goal, a dream, anything like that? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think. Um, I think right now I'm in a place in time in my life where this is just so good. Mm. And um, I'm not going to stop working, you know. I'm going to continue to right. grind. I'm going to continue. Because music producing will always be something that I'll always try to get better at. Right. And, uh, and you know, try to achieve more through. But um, as far as right now, like, I'm not trying to be... I'm, I'm trying to, like, kill my greed as far as, like... I need more of this and more of that. Mm. Like, being able to do shows in front of this many people right now at this age, I think is a huge blessing. And I'm trying to kind of be in the moment right now. Because mm. cause the first the first couple years, I wasn't able to live in the moment. Mm. My head was just either too much in the future, right? too much somewhere else, or in the past. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to be like, I'm here right now debuting, so... Right now, I'm present. loving life, bro. Yeah. I'm I'm that's just good. enjoying life right now. That's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, grinding. That's a very, I guess, a healthy way to think about it. It is. Um. So yeah, congrats. And you know, there are so many people around the world who are excited to, to hear more stuff from you, um, and Card, and um, but let's talk a little bit more about some lighter stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been brought to my attention mm-hmm. that. <laughs> You are the leader of the Big Titty Committee. Gang. Please explain what the Big Titty Committee is. It's an exclusive gang. Okay. Bro. It's exclusive. Um, so I did a V-Live one time. Uh-huh. And they were asked, and then a fan uh, asked me on V-Live, where do you like to work out the most? And I was just like, either my back or my chest, because a uh, man's got to keep his titties big. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it like without any thought, you yeah. know, like, you know, you, you got to have a nice set of titties for even though, you know, you're a man, just keep your man titties, Mag- your man, man pecs, man pecs man, big, okay. you know, the next day I wake up, Twitter is blowing up, <laughs> big man titty gang, big man titty committee, <laughs> he's the titty guy, people know me more for that than they do for BM from card, <laughs> I don't know how that blew up, I have no idea you were how... just a meme dude, I was, I'm, a, I'm a meme god right now, you're a meme dude. god, I, and like it's crazy because not only are fans going crazy, but there are other artists saying oh yeah titty, titty <laughs> the titty movement is it's in motion alive. Right now. It's, it's real alive. and alive, it's crazy, who so... else is part of this committee, um there's a lot. Uh one guy, he I if if I'm the president, I want to say he might be the secretary. Hongza from uh, Pentagon. Uh. You got to look at his titties, bro. He got big titties right now. <laughs> he got real big titties right okay. now. Yeah. Man right. titties. Okay. <laughs> hey, if you want to be glad- part of the gang, bro, I got you on nah, some, man. some workouts. Dude, I'm uh I'm just trying to stay uh alive. That's my goal. I'll help you stay alive. Okay, okay. So there's you, there's Hongzok. Give us two more members of this committee. Um, do you guys work out together? Oh, yeah, you... we do. Okay, all right. We do. Let me see. Mingyu from 17. He got a okay. nice pair. 
Um, <laughs> dang, you okay? This is just bad timing. So, <laughs> you're good, you're good. Have you seen them? Is that why you're calling? <laughs> I don't know who these people are. Okay, well, check out their titties if you have their time. They're nice. Um, okay. Mingyu, Hongzak, you. Uh, I forget his name. Oh my god, I don't know why I went blank for a second. From Nuist. He was also on Men's House. Is it Peko? Peko, Peko. He got a boo. Yeah, he good. He's good. So did you guys like meet up and be like, yo, you got some nice, you guys some nice uh, chestables going on today. Or, like, I, what's going on? I just admire them from far away. <laughs> I'm just like. Okay. I got to work on mine a little bit too. Okay, okay. okay. Got to hit some bench presses. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, Very exciting. Who do you hang out with in, in general? Like, in your downtime or whatever? Um... I hang out with my friend Drew. He's from the States as well. Uh-huh. He's been out here. Um, Ashley from Ladies Code. Yeah. Sammy from The Rose. Okay. Uh, besides that, really, um, yeah, not too many people. I mean, like, I have people I'm close to, mm. but they're busy doing their schedules own Schedules are hard. Yeah, schedules Always. are hard. Schedules are hard. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, that's... Congratulations on becoming president of that amazing committee. Thanks. Which... Family member of yours would potentially also make a great rapper or singer. My younger brother, Austin. Yeah? The one who looks like Eddie. He is actually a great singer. Really? A sexy singer. He's good at R&B. <laughs> He's got a couple uh, songs on uh, online on YouTube, too. Oh, where? They're actually really good. All right. What do they got to search? What do the people's got to search? Austin? A-S-T-N-K-I-M. Okay. A-S-T-N-K-I-M. Yeah. K-I-M. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I heard, you have some tattoos, right? I have a couple. You got a t- you got a couple. Um, do, anything of like particular meaning for you, or just kind of like? No, I love them. I love my tattoos. So, um, this on this side, uh, I have LA ninety two, uh-huh. which is uh, the place and where I was born, mm-hmm. the start of BM's legacy completely. Yeah. So, um, I had to get that one time. Um, it's actually uh, I got this. Uh, it's kind of. Um, it could be kind of weird, but I got it as a couple tattoo with my best friend. With oh, Drew. Cool. Yeah, so he has LA 92 back here because nice. he was also born in 92 in, uh, in LA. So we got that together as our first tattoos. And then on the side here, uh, I have uh, Without Struggle, There Is No Progress mm. by uh, Frederick Douglass. Right. It's, a, it's a quote by Frederick Douglass. I've been living uh, by that quote since college. Mm-hmm. So And that has gone me through a lot of bad times. And on my back, I have uh, The Winged Lion. Um, Back in the day, in cathedrals, they used to have winged lions, like, on the corner or just, like, statues of it on the churches. Like, on the, on the roofs. Yeah, right yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And, like, it would be, like, the protector. Uh-huh. It would symbolize God protecting right. the church. And, like, you know, I just, you know, wanted to get that so I know God got my back. So we have some lightning round questions. Lightning round questions? Yes. Are you ready? Sounds intimidating. You should, you should be very scared. Okay. Shoot me. Um, who makes you laugh the most? In my, in my company or just in my Anyone life? Anyone in your life. Probably Drew. Drew? Yeah. We, I got to meet this Drew guy. He's he's a funny guy. What song makes you cry every time? Ihai, uh, what's his name? Hanzum. Yeah, Hanzum. That Zoom one makes me cry. Hanzum. Yeah, that one. that one makes me cry every time. Okay. Um, best movie theater snack? Popcorn for sure. Popcorn, what flavor? Shoot, just a regular. Just a regular? Yeah, you yeah. don't like that onion cheese, cream cheese thing they do here? I used to, but uh-huh. then like every time I eat it, my fingers smell. <laughs> so like 
they smell throughout the whole movie. So it's like, yeah, I kinda, after I'm done with the popcorn, like, I'll just be like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Coffee or beer? That's a hard one. Ooh. Beer. Beer. Yeah. What kind? You have a particular one? I like Blue Moon. Blue Moon, okay. DM. Uh, first, <laughs> first K-pop artist or group you ever stand? J Park. J Park. Easy. Can I tell the story? Please do. So after K-pop star, after I got dropped, I'll make it short. Yeah, after no, I got dropped, um, I went to uh, this concert that one of the one of the nunas that helped me on the show um, brought me to, and then even while I was on K-pop star, it wasn't a dream for me to be a K-pop star. You know uh huh. I mean? But I went to a, I went to this concert, the end of the year concert. Far East Movement was there. I was like, oh, yo, that's tight. And after that, Jay Park got on stage mm. and he did his thing. And I was like, dude. That looks cool. <laughs> you know, like, he looks cool doing exactly what he's doing on stage. I want to be that guy, uh. you know? So, and then from that point on, I, that's when, like, I, I told myself, like, I want to do this. Yeah. I want to stand on stage exactly like him. Make all these girls go, <laughs> just like uh-huh. him. So, yeah, shout out Jay Park. He, um, you know, big boss. He's pioneer, dude. He's all, he's doing he's everything I want to do, like, like. You know, just way like light years ahead. Yeah. Like that's such a good um, a pioneer. Yeah. Um, have you met him? One time. One what time. did you say anything to him? What was that encounter like? I saw him. He had a big Cuban on. I was like, "Ooh, that looks expensive." Should I say what's up or should I? And then like my friend was like, "You want to go say what's up?" I was like, "Yeah." And she brought me over. I was like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" He was like, "What's up, bro?" Boom. I was like, "My biggest inspiration, man. Thank you." Can I get a picture? Yeah. Boop. Fanboy moment, bro. Oh, my God. That was, yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, I'm, you're going to get there. I'm not, I'm not worried about you, bro. Soon. Soon. Um, what up. scares you the most? Besides just complete and utter silence, um, disappointing. This be, being a disappointment to someone that, um, yeah, truly cares about me. Mm. Yeah. That's a big fear. Losing someone's trust, I think, is 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 one of the biggest mistakes, or or you know, like the worst feelings you could ever. She have. know like, you messed up. Yeah, you know have nothing you to say. Up. You ever have those moments where you're just like, mm. <laughs> sorry, you know, right, right. That's the worst. Right. Yeah. Uh, last person you texted yesterday. Um, I think it was a group chat from my members. Cool person you'd marry right now if they asked. I'm I'm deciding between uh, Danny Lay or. Kiana Lede or Becky G. Those. <laughs> she cute though. Yo, shout out. Give us. Yo, send a shout out to Becky G real quick. I love you. I know you did one with. You did a hit song with J Hope one time, but when I'm on that level, we're going to do one together too. You don't know me? I'm BF from Car and I love you. Thanks, Becky G. <laughs> Um, all right. Your fans are blank. Blessings. Blessings. And uh K-pop Tebak, this podcast, mm-hmm. is blank. Turn up. Turn up. You should do a podcast. Should I? Yeah. I don't know how. Can you teach me? And we can teach you. <laughs> Tight. Okay. You should do one. Well, how should I do it? I don't know. What we'll, do you... we'll get into that. Yeah. I actually am kind of interested. You should do one on like fitness. Oh, can and is, health. There's ones like that. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I got but like name for it already. Big titty committee <laughs> podcast. That would be wait. How wait wait? I I forgot. How often do you do you work out every day? 
I try to. Dang. Yeah, at least five times a week. Oh my gosh. How long are your workouts? Um, nowadays they're kind of long because I add an hour of uh, cardio before I hit the weights. So about two hours and a half. Yeah. It's fun though. Diane and I just looking at each other like we just, you remember you said you don't want to disappoint nobody. Mm -hmm. Disappointing ourselves. (laughs) 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 Um, all right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, what's up, what's up next for you and, and the team? Um, the team, we're working on an album now. Okay. We're going to come come back with an album. We put out two singles recently. Um, yeah, the album's next. Trying to put as much as we can on there with as much diversity as we can. And uh, me individually, just keep working on my producing and uh, keep my mentities big. <laughs> All right. That's pretty much it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today uh, on the show. We thank appreciate you, having you making me. time to come and join us here. Um if you want to go ahead and, and give a message to everybody listening to your fans, whatever you'd like to say. Um, man, thank you always and forever for, for tuning in, for just being a part of my life as an artist. Um, I hope you stick around because, you know, it's only, it's only going to go upwards from here. And if you're having trouble with insomnia, live in the now. Yes. Boom. Live in the now, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of K-Pop Debug with... BM from yeah. Hard. Um, please be sure to check out our social channels at Tebak Show and on YouTube, Dive Studios, where we have explicit videos of BM showing off his man titties and sending videos to Becky G. Love, Turn up. love videos, we mean. Love letters. Did you say explicit or explicit? Explicit. Okay. Because he was just, he was kind of just like filling up I his was, own chest. I was. He, there's no clothes being taken off, but yeah. It's peachy. Everything's peachy. Um, but yeah, please do do that. And if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead. Leave us a review, five star, and a rating. And uh, subscribe to whatever platform. Five stars. Five Nothing stars. less. And uh, if you guys have people that you want on the show, go ahead and send them our way. Let them know. And we'll try to reach out and get them on the show. Last up, as we say goodbye, BM, mm-hmm. if you could please improvise an outro jingle for us. An outro jingle? Yeah, a little outro song for the show. <laughs> you have not watched the Devak show. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great week. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Peace out.